Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com para detalles. Esto solo es el principio. Porque lo mejor... Esto no se va a quedar así. Lo más impactante... ¿Por qué? Soy tu madre. Esta mujer me robó. Por favor, abre tus ojos. Está por venir en... ¡Pablo! ¡Entendiste! Tu vida es mi vida. De lunes a viernes a las 8 por Univisión. Y eso... Anxiety has a way of paralyzing us. As mothers, we worry about so many things all the time. How could we control that anxiety? And what are some of the signs for us to figure out when things are just too much? Today, we talked to Dr. Sandy Zanella, mother of two and author of Happy Yogis, about the importance of intentionally being a mindful mommy. We read the books, we bought the things, we thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. All right. Hello, hello. Hi, Karen. So once again, we are recording remotely, which I am not happy about. Karen's at home because she's feeling under the weather. I'm in the studio. Our guest lives in Dubai. I don't think we've ever had a guest that lives so far. It's pretty amazing. Yes, motherish is worldwide. Amazing. So we'll kick off with our motherish moments. My motherish moment. A few weeks ago, I spoke about Ford's first public tantrum. I have not had another episode, so I'm very grateful because I never wanted that. But a friend of mine recommended a book, a series of books, which is really cute. They're bilingual books. For example, one of them is called Las Manos No Son Para Pegar. Las piernas no son para patear, which is hands are not for hitting, legs are not for kicking. So it's so cute. So his dad read the first one and it kind of explains to you like what hands are for. So instead of hitting, hands are for saying hello and kind of start for like whatever. I'm always curious if those things really work or not. They resonate, but it seems like it is. So I mean, I'm not saying he's completely, you know, stop and he's like an angel right now. But I found it so cute to see him like process what the dad was telling him. And he was like kind of like demonstrating everything to him him and I don't know it was just like a sweet moment where I kind of appreciated the importance of what we're reading to our children like the message behind it like a story with a purpose and it's so fascinating to see Ford process all this information so I don't know it was a sweet moment and I totally recommend this series of books I, oh and they also have one that's called Los Dientes No Son Para Morder that's the one I have so <laughs> I literally I'm like what I order all of them I'm like is there another one <laughs> all yeah. of them I remember I had to buy the biting one like about a year and a half ago. I had to buy the biting one because I was like, let's cut this from the very beginning because this is not happening. So my motherish moment is slightly embarrassing. I have basically been trying to force my child to learn how to like chicken nuggets. This is so embarrassing, but 
you know, I have to start packing her lunch for school and stuff. And like, I'm trying to get her to eat a variety of things because she doesn't really. And she likes warm food, like rice and beans, rice and lentils and like churrasco. And I'm like, you can't live that life at school. She's been used to like just me cooking everyday lunch at home. And so I have given her so many different types of chicken nuggets, like at least twice a week, I like offer it. And she's Are you like, trying to like identify the perfect chicken nugget that you oh could kind God. of prepare for school? At this point, I'm like any chicken nugget. I don't even care. Like whatever. Here's a dinosaur shaped one. Here's whatever. Here's like the one that has secret veggies. I've tried them all. Every single time she'll try it. She goes, mommy, no me gusta. that. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I feel like such a bad parent because I'm like, can you just eat something basic? But anyway, that's my motherish moment. It's a low point for me. Sandy, let's toss to you for your motherish moment. Uh, will the traveling 16 hours flight from Dubai to Miami, you just can watch all the TV, all the screen in the flight. Just stay there and eat and just don't walk and move and anything. My kids were watching, I would say like 10 hours, I swear, like it's of the flight. It's a long flight. Yes, but I was like, you can watch movies, anything, screen time, I don't care. In the airplane, there's no shame in watching TV or any screens, iPad, whatever. I was like, just let's just get through this and forget about this long flight because it's daytime. And so yes. they were awake. They did great. And my daughter, she's seven, so she was like, now I want to play. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just which movie do you want to watch? Because at some point they get tired yes. of watching TV. <laughs> it's too much yes. even for them. Yes. So yeah, I gave them like those melatonin um, gummies. gummies. <laughs> and I was like, so the flight was a complete <laughs> motherish Oh moment. my God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. So that was Dr. Sandy Zanella. She's a mommy of two, physician by training, and a kid's yoga teacher. She wrote a bilingual book called Children's Yoga, Happy Yogis, with positive affirmations. And today, like I mentioned, Dr. Zanella, we wanted to really dig into anxiety, both in mommies and children. And, you know, how real is it for children and for moms to experience anxiety? Because I think sometimes we maybe you're not able to identify that's what we're going through and how we're able to control it. We can't if we're not able to identify it to begin with. Thank you so much, Karen and Pamela, for having me and for opening this space to raise awareness on anxiety. I'm really happy that you chose like this thing because a lot of parents, they think kids don't have anxiety or they're just overreacting to something. But for them, the world is new. So even something that we could find like, oh, just get over it or that's nothing. They can really get stressed about. So this is a very important topic and I'm really happy to be talking about it. What are some of the signs like if you, for a child, for example, to identify that, that this is what they're feeling or what they're going through? For children, you would start seeing them like, for example, they don't, at bedtime, it's hard for them to fall asleep. Like, you know, your child. So when they're used to go to bed, like say in 10, 20 minutes or whatever their time is, like if they start taking longer or not wanting to go to school, even if they don't tell you, like they all of a sudden they don't want to go to school. Like, for example, I give you an example of my daughter. She was going to have a field trip and she was very excited over the weekend, but it was going to be on Monday. On Sunday, she just started crying and I was like, what happened? And she's like, I don't want to go to the field trip. I'm like, why? But you were so excited. And at the beginning, I thought of saying, why not? You want it and all these things, you know, like, but then I was like, no, this is real for her. 
she feels she's gonna get lost and this is real for her even if i know she won't get lost there's teachers there for her this is her world and her reality so i took a step back and i was like listening to her and i was like okay tell me what do you feel she was like yeah it's too big they were going to this big expo thing in dubai and so she thought she was gonna get lost or something so we talk about it and i gave her some tips how to calm down like what to, we could talk about further like breathing but it, this is the important thing to, to recognize that children can feel stressed and anxious some of them they feel like tummy ache and and it's not really because they ate something bad or something it's because they are feeling it in their body so the good thing about mindfulness is that it over the time when you start practicing you start listening to your body and noticing that there's something even before the anxiety comes like for example my palms are sweating which we never even think about that when we feel anxious or angry or any big emotion my palms are sweating or i feel butterflies in my stomach because sometimes children they cannot really tell you oh my stomach is like you know like i don't know cramps or something so i like to ask them do you feel like butterflies in your stomach or your heart is racing or your cheeks are getting hot these are signs in your body that will tell you that you are getting anxious even before so this is the perfect timing to practice some breathing because of course once you are there it's like your brain is already like dr daniel siegel explains the, the brain flips and that's it you have to wait until that moment pass so you can start doing some breathing but so if you practice mindfulness over the time you will start recognizing this even as moms and you're like okay i think i'm getting like really triggered this is when i stop and breathe or take a step back it's interesting you mentioned that my friend angie her when her little daughter started pre-k4 she would get in the car and then for like the first i want to say like three weeks she would like constantly be throwing up in the car so she thought it was she's getting dizzy you know took her to like uh, you know the pediatrician they sent her to like a gastro Finally, they realized that it was not anything that she was consuming or physical or that she was getting dizzy. It was She was so nervous about going to school. So it just to me, it was so surprised. And I think even my friend Angie, the mom, was in shock because she's like, I would never think that at that age, they would worry to that level where they would be manifesting it physically. But it took her a while to kind of identify it and be able to find the help and address it correctly and not just try to figure out like, okay, you're some Beptabismal, like it's for your stomach. Well, it's not my yes. stomach. That was actually her mind that was taking over her. We tend to think everything needs to be something physical or, you know, you treat with the medicine or something. But a lot of times the root is that, is anxiety, is stress. My son also, he we moved him from the nursery to the pre-K but it's a British curriculum, so it's a little bit more strict. And he just couldn't with that. And so he had a lot of regressions with potty training and all of that. And at the beginning, I didn't know what was it. Like, I assume it was because of school. So we moved him back to the nursery and that's it. But he was showing just like this little girl that you're talking about. It's, it's amazing how the body... I always tell the moms I work with, anxiety and stress is not a bad thing. It's a way of our body telling us, okay, you need to do something. There's sometimes that it goes all the way to when it's more like a issue is when it stops you from doing your normal activities stop going to work for moms 
or for kids like they don't want to go to school you are already <laughs> behind you know like I love what you're saying about how we have to kind of take a step back and get into try to see the perspective of their world I find this is very helpful especially when they're going through the age of like having like tantrums or these big emotions my daughter is three so everything is like simple things are a huge deal to her I used to be like no just fine let's just go like whatever and now I'm like I have to pause and take a, min a minute to understand like this seems really silly to me as an adult but to her this is like the most exciting part of her day and yeah. it's ending and it's a big deal and so I think that has helped me have the perspective on how to deal with that because I do worry about anxiety I'm a generally kind of anxious person and so I'm like I don't want her to I want her to get ahead of this in her life you know I love uh, how you're noticing that because you know naturally kids are mindful but adults we tend to take away that le robamos eso yeah. porque we're like constantly in a rush like we have to go to the doctor we have to go to school hurry up they stop and they're really there like if they're walking they stop and take the flowers smell the flower look at the rock the shape the, <laughs> this is, this is, is it life. heavy yes they're naturally mindful but we're like hey okay we, we have an appointment here and we need to go there and that, that, that. so start. How, how do you define mindful doctor how would you say because i feel like that's a term that we're throwing around a lot yeah and it is very common i think it's become like uh i don't want to say a trendy, trendy term, yeah but how would you define mindful for me it's simple being here and now In the present, like not thinking about tomorrow, yesterday, or I, if you are cooking, you are cooking. Instead of thinking, I need to go to the supermarket. And I know you tend, if you're in the kitchen, then you are like, okay, you're chopping, I don't know, tomato. And then you're thinking, oh, tomorrow I need to buy more or something like that. But a good thing is an easy way to be mindful and present is five senses exercise. You use all your senses to ground yourself. So if you're cooking, for example, okay, what am I looking at? Five things. The color of the tomato is red, and then the shape is whatever, the circular or whatever the vegetable, and five things. I see the knife, and then you go to four things you can touch, and you touch, is it hot, is it cold, texture, whatever it's like you can find to touch there. And then three things you can hear, It could be anything, people talking in the background. It doesn't really need to be like natural or whatever, like just spot three things. And then two things you can smell and one thing you can taste. And this is going to ground you and bring you to the present because you are really looking at that. And that even if you can stay there for as many time as you want, like one minute, 20 seconds or five minutes you can make it as longer or as shorter as you can and this is going to help you be there and this is what mindfulness is just focusing on what you're doing without thinking in the past in the future and for children is very this is a great activity because when you're going to the park for example you use it like as a game and if you're practicing colors you can say let's find five things you can see green and they're like leaves and the car and this so this is a great way to help them come here also when they're anxious about like for example when my daughter was going to this field trip the thing is they don't feel safe right so by using this grounding activity which is this one it makes her feel safe because you are aware of your surroundings there's no threat because i'm pretty sure you've heard about like when your body is feeling anxiety then your brain completely goes in fight or flight mode and your brain thinks there's a lion chasing you 
So the brain doesn't really know what really is happening and the, the brain is just like, okay, I have to run. Somebody's going to eat me or something. So with the grounding exercise, you're like, okay, there's no lion, I'm safe, I'm here, you know, and then you're, you come to the activity and that's it. Like even one minute works if you do it every day. I call it like sprinkling mindfulness over the day for moms. It's easier than asking a mom, okay, sit down and meditate for 30 minutes. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere AroPay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com para detalles. Dicen que traigo la suerte a todo el que está a mi lado. Y esa es mi mala fortuna. Basada en el clásico de Juan Rulfo, llega Univision, el gallo de oro. Supongamos que la caponera puede inclinar la suerte a quien ella quiera. Estás tardando en conquistarla. Con Lucero, José Ron y Plutarco Asa. Este gallo está cambiando la vida. En una historia legendaria de amor y azar. No trates de cambiarme, no lo vas a lograr. El gallo de oro, lunes a viernes a las 9 por Univision. The other day I ran into something on Instagram that I found super interesting as a way to, because I always worry part of my stress is that I'm not dedicating enough time to my daughter where I'm completely present, right? Because I'm always with her, but I'm always doing a thousand things at the same yeah. time. And so we were driving, we were doing a little bit of a road trip and I saw like this game about like the colors, like I spy something green. And so we decided to play that all of us like in the car together. I think we maybe got to like almost 10 minutes, right? Which is a lot with a three-year-old. <laughs> yeah. But it was such a nice, like fun experience. I felt like I was like, I'm connecting with my daughter. I'm connecting with my husband. Like we were all like, okay, now it's your turn. And she, Victoria's examples were pretty terrible, but she'd be like, I see something <laughs> white. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> what could it be? But it was definitely like, It's an exercise to shut off and it's an exercise to focus. And I compare it a lot to like starting at the gym. At the beginning, it's really hard and then you start getting better and then it starts becoming easier, right? Yeah, it's exactly like that, like a muscle that you're like working out. And even 10 minutes a day, like if you really show your kids that you're there, like sometimes I even tell them like, I'm going to put my phone away. Because they notice, they know, yeah. and we have to work and we're always like, you know, the phone is, we are there. So it's nice. And I think for her, that meant the world. How hard, Sandy, is it to teach this to children, right? Like, so if it's hard for us as adults to be intentional and kind of be like, okay, I need to put time into doing this. I need to be present. I need to be focused on just this one activity. How hard is it for children to pick up on this mindfulness idea? It's not that hard because as I mentioned, they are naturally like that. So they really enjoy, they really like kids are more into it and more willing since their mind is not like, hours like thinking on many things it's a different approach it's more playful let's talk about these positive affirmations that you are also 
very um, advocate of these, you know, how do you apply them and and how important are they when it comes to being mindful also? They are great for parents and for children as well. At the end of the day, what you think about yourself is what you become and what you tell your children is what they will become in the future. So this is why I, I like to advocate about talking positive to them and encourage them to think positive because We have 80,000 thoughts a day in average. And then about 80% are negative thoughts. Wow. So, but the good thing is this thing that's called neuroplasticity. So we can rewire our brain into a more positive. And how do we do it with affirmations? Like telling our brain that we can do this. We are capable or I am beautiful. I am unique. I am worthy for moms. I am worthy because sometimes, unfortunately, and a lot of times in our culture, you know, like, ah, yeah, I'm just a mom. You know, you don't feel like you're doing something because you're a mom. But being a mom is like the hardest job, right? So I am worthy for moms. And you can use them with your children in the morning. For example, with my daughter, she has more curly hair than I have. And before I used to style it, And once she said like, oh, I want to do that. I don't like my hair curly. And I was like, oh my God. And so I started telling her next to her in the mirror. And I was saying, oh, I love my hair. And I, now you repeat, I love my hair. I love my curly hair. I was like, uh, I was telling her to mention the texture of her hair, describing it and how she loves it. And eventually now she loves her curly hair, you know, and, and when people tell her, Oh, you have such beautiful hair. She smiles. And before she used to like, didn't even accept that compliment. She was not feeling confident with what people were telling her. So when she went to the field trip, I was like telling her, okay, I am brave. Just repeat, you can do three pose and say, I am brave. Three pose is another grounding pose. So it helps you connect. So repeating, I am brave while you're doing three pose is a very good uh, when you're feeling unsafe in, in a space. But for mothers, for example, when they're having a hard time, our children, you can repeat to yourself. Sometimes you don't want to breathe or something. You can just say, okay, my kid is not giving me a hard time. He's having a hard time. And repeat it. It'll help you understand that they're not doing this because they want to get at you, you know? Like, it's because they're really struggling. They cannot handle it. They're young. Even though they look older because sometimes, oh, she's four. She already understands a lot of things. But for them, it's like they're still processing a lot of things. Yeah. The curly hair example is so crazy because so my daughter has very curly hair. I do not have curly hair. Again, she's three years old, but recently she started saying, no me gusta mi pelo. She's like, mm. I don't like my hair because I guess like her dad jokes around with this thing where he'll like be like, oh, tus pelos locos, pelos locos. And now I guess she has interpreted that what started off as a joke as something like this is not good and so she's like but I want my hair to be like your hair and I'm like yeah. no I don't know what to do like I'm like your hair is beautiful like oh, I wish I had curly yeah. hair and so yesterday I had to like go to like a dinner and like I tried to like put waves in my hair and I was like look oh, mi, pelo, mi pelo es como el tuyo and she's like oh, oh. that's you're not there yet yeah. I'm like so worried about her you know like this thought sticking you know yeah because it's so like they can be shaped so early on with things like I have recollections of things early on that I feel like marked me you know yeah and for the rest of your life you live with this like thought as like the foundation but it's not the reality that example was super interesting and you have curly hair so you can you can embrace it <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but she's like, no, your hair is not curly. It's wavy. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, I'm trying. <laughs> it's crunching. Hopefully, though, it is very hard for us to apply these things, right? Because when you feel like at the yes. beginning, you kind of seem like, oh, I'm like, okay, I'm talking to my child or I'm talking to myself and I'm saying these things. And, you know, and I know that like a lot of moms are always doing handling so many things that I'm sure like if they're listening, they're like, and then on top of that, you want me to, you know, juggle work, juggle my kids, get out the door, get my kid into school on time. And then on top of that, <laughs> yeah. take a moment to be present and say these things, you know? So I guess maybe to like close it off, doctor, maybe we could like highlight the benefit of all this and the importance of all this about how we need to find the time to be present and we need to be Discipline when it comes to saying all these words of affirmation and positive affirmations. Yeah, you can even, you know, have them colors if they cannot write yet. If they can, that's perfect. Like post-its and just put them in the mirror. When they brush their teeth, they can just read them. You don't really need to be there. It would be amazing if you could both repeat, but just see them. I'm going to draw a little girl with curly hair. This means when you see this post-it, you think about how beautiful your hair is and you know when they're there just when they wake up they go to the bathroom they're washing their hands and they're like looking at it and it's helping everything even as little as we think it counts everything counts so it's, it's just we're helping them grow their mindset and you know it, it's wonderful Carrie knows but ever since my son was born I walk into his room every morning and I I wake up and I thank God and I say thank you God for my healthy strong you know kind generous and I say all these wonderful things yeah I love um, it now he gets more he's like I feel like he looks at me now like okay get to the ending or hurry up you know because <laughs> it gets longer and longer that list and I, I realize that I make it more and more specific right like yeah. I am like speaking life over him but I'm also being very specific about what I wish you know that comes so hopefully yeah and they somehow. will they, because you even for us if I start telling you Karen you are the best and you're so good at this then you get like oh she's telling me this I'm gonna believe it so imagine if their parent is telling them this for them we are their world so if they hear it from us it's the best thing and usually in our culture also like oh you're so floja and stuff like that it's, it's kind of natural but you know it's counteracting like Thank you so much, Sandy. This is such a great conversation. And I feel like I think around th this is airing at a time where people are pro moms are probably stressed or they're getting back to the scheme of things of getting their kids back to school, getting back into routines and stuff. So a moment of mindfulness, I think, is going to be very helpful. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Esto solo es el principio. Porque lo mejor. Esto no se va a quedar así. Lo más impactante. ¿Por qué? Soy tu madre. Esta mujer me robó. Por favor, abre tus ojos. Está por venir en. ¡Pablo! ¡Entendiste! Tu vida es mi vida. De lunes a viernes a las 8 por Univisión. Y eso sí que amerita un brindis, ¿no crees? 